I loved what Anna just said, because at the end, our purpose, as you mentioned, we dream big to create a future with more cheers. And there is no cheers if there is one person left behind, right? So cheers has everything to do with what Anna is saying. That is a sense of community, helping each other, not leaving anyone behind. Welcome back to Talking on Tap, the podcast that brings you inside the world's largest brewer, AB InBev. I'm Elaine McCrimmon, Global Director of Reputation and External Engagement at ABI, and I'm so proud to be the host of this podcast series, where we talk to many internal leaders inside ABI, as well as external thought leaders, partners, experts, business leaders, and NGOs to give us insight to the issues we face around the world and to hear about some of our programs. In this episode, we deep dive into how AB InBev takes a leadership role in encouraging female entrepreneurship. This week, we talk with my colleagues in Brazil about some of the initiatives InBev is working on to meet the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. The UN SDGs were adopted by the United Nations in 2015 as a universal call to action to end poverty, protect the planet, and ensure that by 2030, all people enjoy peace and prosperity. Join me in this conversation with Carla Kripa, our Vice President of Corporate Affairs at our Brazilian business, Ambeth, and one of our external partners, Ana Fontes, social entrepreneur and founder of Hedgy Mulher Emprendedora, or RME. Together, we will talk about how AMBAV is a leader in entrepreneurship and women empowerment. We'll hear about the programs that AMBAV and RME are working on to help make that possible, like Ella Poggi, a training program to assist disadvantaged women in business, and the Bora program that promotes entrepreneurship by encouraging productive inclusion. So how do these programs work and how successful have they been? Let's bring Carla and Anna into the conversation to find out. I'm very pleased to be joined today by colleagues in Brazil, our colleague Carla Kripa, Vice President of Corporate Affairs at AMBAV, and one of our external partners, Ana Fontes, social entrepreneur and founder of Hedgy Mulher Emprendedora. Ana, Carla, welcome to Talking on Tap. Thank you very much, Elaine. Nice to be here. Hello, Ana. Hello, Carla. Hello, Elaine. I'm happy to be here. Thanks so much both for joining us. Carla, starting with you, can you share a little bit about your professional journey at AMBEV? Sure. I joined AMBEV nine years ago at the legal department. So yes, I am a lawyer and I'm very proud of it. I worked two years there and then I moved to corporate affairs as our sustainability manager. And I was responsible for things like smart drinking, water, recycling and other projects. And then I kind of fell in love with corporate affairs and everything we do at Embev to create a positive impact in the world. And this totally changed my personal and also my professional journey. I learned a lot. I developed new skills. Then I got promoted for communications and sustainability director. Then also being responsible for public affairs. And more recently, heading our corporate affairs structure and team in South America's own firm, Embev. 
And I'll say that our purpose is to create a future with more cheers. So heading the corporate affairs team gives me the privilege and also a great opportunity to create and implement programs that fulfill this purpose in practice. Uh, congratulations, Carla, on your new role. You've really created some fantastic roles within those nine years, but to really spearhead corporate affairs for AMBAV, it is a big job and one that I know that you'll do fantastic in. Anna, moving to yourself, can you introduce more about yourself and the RME organization? It's a pleasure to be here and talk about female entrepreneurship. It's an important subject nowadays. My name is Anna Fontes. I'm a social entrepreneur, as Elaine said. I'm a specialist in diversity with a focus on gender and female entrepreneurship. Sorry if my English is not perfect. I try. <laughs> in 2010, I found Rede Mulher Empreendedora, or RME, it's simple to say, the first and largest to support a networking for women entrepreneurs in Brazil. And five years later, in 2017, I was found at IME Institute. It's a kind of NGO in Brazil. In the last 12 years, our organization has already impacted the lives of more than 9 million women in the country with education, mentorship, connections, and financial resources. I have also being a leader since 2017 of the W20. It's a engaged group for G20 with a women agenda. And about my personal life, I'm from Northeast from Brazil. I was born in a small, small city in the state Alagoas. The name of the city is Igreja Nova. <laughs> It's a very poor village in Northeast from Brazil. And I'm one of 10 children. Like many others, Brazilian, I migrate to Sao Paulo. It's a big city with my parents and brothers. I'm married and I'm mother of two beautiful girls. Daniela has 20 years old and Evelyn, 14 years old. <laughs> Amazing work to hear already you've had an impact on 9 million female entrepreneurs. Carla, can you tell us more about why female entrepreneurship is important to AMBAV and why you decided to partner with RME? Sure. We can drive meaningful change alone, right? And the partners are really necessary if we want to go further. And you will see during this podcast that Anna Fontes is really amazing. She's a very special person and she dedicated her life to giving opportunities for women in Brazil. And RME, Rede Mulher Empreendedora, is basically a Brazilian network of female entrepreneurship that's a benchmark for similar projects in Brazil and for sure around the world as well. And here at Ambev, we believe in what we are calling the productive inclusion of our ecosystem and also supporting these small entrepreneurs is a crucial part of this. We want more and more to improve the livelihoods, to increase access to perspectives, to develop and having more of a prosper world. So Anna and RME are the perfect partners for this. We already impact at MBF thousands of like smallholder suppliers, farmers, retailers, and our communities. And now we have this match with RME for our new entrepreneurship program, where we are also focusing 
and people on the margins, women especially, and having the objective of growing together with our communities. So that's the main reason why we approached ERNA and IME in order to go further and to really drive impactful change here in Brazil. Yeah, it seems like it's a perfect partnership. So Anna, tell us more how the project began and why you decided to start the initiative. Why focus on entrepreneurship and women? So, Elaine, work and studies have accompanied me since my childhood. In fact, my parents knew that by studying, we could have the opportunity to change our social and economic status. And it was thanks to work that I graduated in earning my first academic degree. I was communicator or publicity. My next steps was to undergo an internship and by hired by a large multinational in Brazil and an important automotive brand where I would spend more than 18 years of my life and <laughs> where my career would be consolidated during this period. But I also discovered how society creates hostilities and masculine environments. It's difficult to the women growth and development. So they are, for the most part, environments dominated by men and supported by a sexist culture at that time until today. When a woman is in the hostile place, she must first prove her competence and then consider doing an activity that was not reserved for her. So we left a huge professional disadvantage just made me looking for another path and opportunity. That was when I started to undertake it. At that time, more than 16 years ago, at that time, the entrepreneurship in Brazil, it's focused only male activity. There were already women in entrepreneurship, of course, but there was not a specific support for these women content tips and guidelines that had been created to help a woman in these territories, in this reality, on my own initiative. And I said before, in 2010, I was creating Rede Mulher Empreendedora. In the beginning, it's a blog, a kind of blog. And when I share my experience, my fears, my knowledge, that I was acquiring another women's. And I uh, talk in this blog about my success and failures, <laughs> a lot of failures. <laughs> there was a make a point of saying to that women entrepreneurs or not have all the potential they need and that not should limit our journey or our path. I realized that we women need this to develop personal skills and competence that end up interfering with our professional capabilities. You as me, as Carla, we are shaped from childhood to serve, to care, and we are educated to leave the responsibility for professional and financial success to a man. Women take care, men provide. It's a word I listen all my childhood. This at RME, I assumed a training methodology in which behavior skills must precede and complement the technical skills of entrepreneurship and business management. First, we prepare women to recover their self-confidence 
that society all the time judges. And then we develop the practical and technical knowledge in business. In 2017, I felt the urgencies of taking training and content for the whole country, the two regions where we could transform the lives of women in vulnerability. So the Army Institute was born, a focus in women in social vulnerability across the country. That's a result of our work in Rede Mulher Empreendedora. Amazing work. You really inspired so many women to gain their confidence, run successful businesses, and that's had an impact on their families as well. Um, can you talk a little bit broader around how RME and the projects impact society as a whole, not just those individuals on the program? That's a very nice question, really. Rede Mulher Empreendedora was born in 2010. I think it's a creation of IME Institute that we really start to impact the lives of millions of women in Brazil. One of the first and major initiatives, the name is Ela Pode. In English, it's She Can. It's a methodology we create, a training program to assist the women in disadvantage, to organize information, to organize the business, and to recover their self-confidence. In just over three years, we have directly impacted the lives of more than 220,000 women. Wow. And in, it's a lot of women. <laughs> Amazing. Only with this program, we are in over 2,000 cities in Brazil. Cities, in these yes. small cities in Brazil. Ela Pode, the program, was not the first female empowerment and self-development program. It was the main program that improved women entrepreneurs for generation coming and consequently for the personal dependence for women, especially due in vulnerability and violence. At the same time, in 2020 and 2021, we create a lot of programs to support these women with education, with mentorship, with support to these women, and with money, put the money in the table for the women. We have a lot of other programs. I can mention them all year. Today, we have 30 programs we are running. And one of them, it started with Ambevi, as Carla said, the name is very, very nice name. It's Bora Empreender com Comida. I don't know how can I say that in English. <laughs> let, Maybe let's Carla a, can help me. Something around this, like let's be a food entrepreneur. Or let's be an entrepreneur with food. Very good. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, in this journey, in 12 years, Elaine, we have already impacted the lives of more 9 million, as I said, with digital content programs in person and online events, training and mentor. This effort generates another 40 million in income awards and assistance for these women, mother, daughters, sisters, partners and professionals. It's a very, very emotional for me because this has been my story and the story of RME. We are working together. That's a story of my life and my own story and therefore whole women we support here in RME. 
It's amazing the impact that you've had. It's amazing. And when I think about when some of those projects started, even during the pandemic, because we've seen the gains that had been made within female entrepreneurship and in general around gender equality, like a lot of the gains that were made were lost during COVID. And so these initiatives are even more important Carla, we've heard from Anna about Bora. Can you tell us more about how Bora impacts society and how this initiative started at AMBAV? Yeah, I'll start by trying to explain what Bora means. Bora in Portuguese would be something like let's go or a short word for let's go, just the let's part. Yeah. It's also a word that we use like I'm in, like let's go yeah. to lunch, I'm in. It's like Bora. In Portuguese, we say in Brazil, we say it a lot. And Bora is our new entrepreneurship program in Brazil at Ambev. And we are promoting entrepreneurship by means of promoting the productive inclusion, as I mentioned, of people on the margins. And I'll try to give an explanation on the meaning of productive inclusion as well, as it may not work perfectly in English. Productive inclusion is like sustainable inclusion of people who are in a situation of social or economic vulnerability in the market by means of developing entrepreneurship or also promoting work opportunities for these people. And there are two central aspects for productive inclusion. The first one is the increase in productivity, so leading to a greater capacity of income generation. And the second one is helping people in need, that is including these people in the economy. So that's within the concept of yeah. product inclusion. And that's totally aligned as well with the United Nations SDGs, especially when we look into number one, fighting poverty, and also number eight, decent work, number 10, reducing inequalities. So it's all something that's connected with the global agenda. And Brazil is one of the most unequal countries in the world, especially in Sao Paulo. We do live sometimes in neighborhoods where we have a, like a big and fancy building and 10 meters to the side, you have a favela where you have very poor people living in very poor conditions. So the inequality is very visible. And we do have a relevant role to play here as Ambev, using our capabilities, using our strengths as a great Brazilian company and helping our people and communities. So BARA is this new program where we will enable this productive inclusion and provide the tools that these small entrepreneurships need. And in the case of our partnership with ANA and RME, the tools that the female entrepreneurs in particular need to thrive and also a platform where we will connect our ecosystem and our communities so we can grow together. So we connect the ones that are looking for jobs and the ones that have a job to offer. We'll provide for qualification capabilities, knowledge from free courses with our partners, given the skills and the tools. We will also provide financial empowerment, giving financial supports with beast points, with microcredit, scholarship, and explore our ecosystem with the connections. I think that's one of the main differences of the program when we compare to other entrepreneurship programs that we have here, is that we will close the loop. We will also provide for the connection between our ecosystem so that we really have a helpful tool in practice for people. And our objective, long-term objective, is to impact 5 million Brazilians in the next 10 years. That means productively including them in the next 10 years. We do have five pilots ongoing with Anna as well. This year, well, we just launched, like two months ago, we just launched the project. There are already 
I say it's a pilot, but it's already 5,000 people in this pilot. Wow. And we are using and testing distinct models, different populations and solutions for scale up to see what works better and where we can really drive change. So that's basically the overall idea of Bottom. Amazing. And we're going to reach 5 million. It seems like we've definitely got the right partner here with Anna. Lots yeah, of experience. <laughs> And I love the name Bora. I'm in. Let's go. Yeah. Um, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Carla. So you mentioned the United Nations and the SDGs. Now I know from Anna that you were recently at UNGA in New York. Can you tell us more about that opportunity? So Ellen, that was, I have to say, a breathtaking moment in my journey. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, one of the most significant of my journey. I was invited by a global pact team to which we are signatures to talk about our journey for women and income generation in Brazil. I was able to speak in the UN headquarters. I shaking, I confess, <laughs> in New York to an audience for senior executives, philanthropists, and people engaging the SDGs, Sustainable Development Goals. I talked about the need to support women and the work we have been developing at RME since 2010. And how fundamental this support is to build a fair and more inclusive society. My speech, how can I say, it's applauded by all the people stand up. <laughs> in, in, she, she got she got a standing ovation from the audience. She was the only one that got this, like everyone was standing and applauding. <laughs> and very well deserved amazing. too. Well the fact that you've had a standing ovation is very well deserved. I confess I was crying because it's very, very special moment for me. I say too, there is no path that leaves the majority of the population behind. Women are the majority of the population, especially in countries where more than millions of people are hungry, as Brazil, and the majority people in hunger in Brazil as women and Black people. And all of us have, we have to compromise to change this situation, as Carla said. And I feel very, very happy because, as Carla said, we are working together to impact more 5 million people. I have no doubt <laughs> yeah. we are going to this objective. Yeah, we like to dream big to create a future with more cheers. And that does sound like something very well worth celebrating. Can't wait to hear more about that journey. So Carla, tell us more about the social impact work that you're leading at AMBEV. Yeah, sure. Thank you, Elaine, for the question. We focus here on the topics that are more material to our business and where we can use our capabilities and our skills to make this meaningful change. I'll give three examples of social impact projects that we have. And I think it's worth explaining as well that we guide our social impact work with a shared growth mindset. So growing together with our communities and our ecosystem. First example that I can give is Emma, our social impact project together with Yunus Social Business, where we created a bottled water and we direct 100% of the profits from the sale of the water to the implementation of projects that give clean water to people in need. We do have similar water in Bolivia, 
that's called SOMOS. So we do have two projects in South America with this mindset. The second example is our volunteering programs in South America. It's called VOA in Brazil. It's called Valor in Argentina. We already have more than 500 NGOs participating since 2017. And 10 million people, which is the population that's impacted by these NGOs. How does it work? We help with management skills and tools. So we kind of export our management system and our tools through our volunteers who are leaders of the company and mentors of the NGOs. And we help, for example, with people management, with budget management, capital raising, marketing for the NGOs, etc. And also this gives us in return a lot of exercise in empathy for our leaders. So it's a win-win situation where we grow together with the NGOs and we also better understand our communities. And third example of social impact project is the smart drinking platform. We promote responsible consumption and we call it smart drinking here. And it is the right thing to do, as we like to say, but it's also good for our business. So it's also an example of shared growth because our consumers, they are more and more connected with health and wellness and with there is a global trend for low and no alcohol brands. So this is also good for our business. And we do have a long-term view. We invest in evidence-based initiatives. We use our skills and our strengths also to promote this responsible drinking. And one of our larger projects is focused on social norms marketing. It's a global initiative. It's not from Brazil, as you know. This is a global initiative and we are part of it and we support it and we promote it. We understand it's our responsibility as a leader in the industry. And we do have a great engagement also from our leaders and our partners to promote smart drinking. Yeah. And with the size and scale of Ambev, you know, that shared growth is hugely vital in Brazil. Anna, you heard us talk about AB Ambev and Ambev liking to dream big to create a future with more cheers. If you were to dream big for RME and the efforts and the initiatives that you're leading, what would it be? I love that question. <laughs> My big dream is that the women can live in a safe country that respects our rights and that we can build a more just and inclusive society for us and for our daughters. For this, I work in addition to the IME acting at the cutting edge and also work to build a public policies in Brazil that guarantee this condition for whole women. I'm also dream that RME doesn't need more to act with the basic rights for women and can act building a future for them. I have a phrase, I, I speak a lot, this phrase, it's a I won't be okay as long as one of us isn't okay. Wow. Let's work together to make that dream a reality, Anna. Any final words, Carla? I love what Anna just said, because at the end, our purpose, as you mentioned, we dream big to create a future with more cheers. And there is no cheers if there is one person left behind, right? So cheers has everything to do with what Anna is saying that is a sense of community, helping each other, not leaving anyone behind. So it was great sharing this time with you to get a chance to explain about our objectives, our programs. And I think if we really want to go further and, and drive meaningful change in the world, we do need uh, very special people like Anna to help us 
And then uh, you can count on us, you can count on a great company that's a company born in Brazil and, and that's here also to support the region and grow together with our communities. So it's really a privilege to get to work with you. And I'm sure that we will have a lot of great stories to tell about the impact that we created together and the difference that we made in people's lives. So really thankful for having this opportunity and I'm really optimistic about everything we can do together. And thank you, Elaine, very much for the invitation. Great pleasure to be here. Yeah, thank you both. Very inspiring. And obviously, from an AB MBEV standpoint, we're incredibly proud of the work that AMBEV's doing. But Anna, it, the work that you're doing is inspiring people the world over. The fact that you are here at UNGA, this is just the beginning. Thank you both. Thanks, Anna. Thanks, Carla. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Isn't that amazing how small ideas can grow into initiatives that can help millions of women begin the move from poverty into self-sufficiency? Wow, what amazing impact. Thank you, Carla and Anna, for being so committed to these programs. And my thanks to both of you for joining us on this show. If you'd like to learn more about RME, you can visit rme.net.br. And to learn more about AB InBev, please visit our website, ab-inbev.com. And as always, a big thanks to our listeners. If you've enjoyed this show, please rate and review us. And if you think others will enjoy it too, please share. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thanks for listening. We are AB InBev. This is Elise Puma from the AB InBev legal team. This podcast was recorded and is being made available by AB InBev solely for informational purposes and is general in nature. The information, statements, comments, views, and opinions expressed or provided in this podcast, including by speakers who are not officers, employees, or agents of AB InBev, are not necessarily those of AB InBev and may not be current. AB InBev does not make any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of any of the content contained in this podcast, nor does AB InBev offer any sort of legal, financial, or other advice in the podcast content. Any liability, therefore, is expressly disclaimed. Certain of the statements may have been forward-looking in nature and based on current expectations and views of future events and developments of the speakers, and are naturally subject to uncertainty and changes in circumstances. AB InBev does not undertake any obligation to provide any form of update, amendment, change, or correction to any of the information, statements, comments, views, or opinions set forth in this podcast.